Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about Rothification, your 401k, and could it actually mean that you're going to save less for retirement? So there was actually an interesting article in the Wall Street Journal about the same issue. And I've talked about Rothification a lot. Rothification means essentially that the government at some point may force all of us to make our contributions to a 401k, i.e. an employer 401k plan, in Roth, meaning after tax. Now you may be asking yourself, why the heck would the government want to do that? It doesn't make sense, right? Why would they want us to have the potential to never pay tax on the income or gains from our Roth investments? A Roth IRA or Roth 401k means it's an after-tax account. So what does that mean? It means you don't get a tax deduction, which hurts, right? Our accounts all teach us get deductions, get deductions. It lowers your income tax. We all love deductions. In fact, that's kind of the first thing they teach you in law school when you're taking tax courses is always search for deductions or defer taxes. That's kind of the holy grail. So why would the government not want us to take deductions and on the flip side, allow us to pull the money out tax-free so long as we're over 59 and a half and the Roth has been open five years, right? Because that's the whole beauty of the Roth. The Roth was created in 1997, originally for IRAs, also for 401ks. It was an incentive to kind of do the opposite of the pre-tax IRA or 401k. The pre-tax IRA or 401k, which originated back in the early 70s with ERISA, basically incentivized retirement account holders in two ways. Number one, tax deductions, right? You put $5,000 in an IRA or $5,000 in a 401k, you make $40,000, you pay tax on $35,000. Everyone wins. Well, we'll see. Maybe not everyone wins. Two, the second carrot they gave us is deferral. That money is going to grow without tax, which is called compounded interest or eighth wonder of the world, according to Albert Einstein. And as your money grows without tax, it's going to grow a lot quicker than it would if you pay tax. And those two incentives, the goal was to help the American public save for retirement. And it worked. There's 50 million IRAs, $30 trillion in retirement. Most people's wealth are tied into the retirement account system, which is smart, right? Because why not save in a retirement vehicle that's built to generate wealth much quicker than if you did it in a regular taxable savings account? The Roth is the opposite. You don't get that tax deduction. So if you make $40,000, you put 5,000 bucks into a Roth IRA or Roth 401k, you still pay tax on 40,000. Not great for us, but good for the government. The second advantage of the Roth is if you can keep that Roth open for at least five years and not take money out until you're at least 59 and a half, so five years and 59 and a half, you never pay tax on what you pull up. Good for us, maybe not so good for the government, right? Because they're not going to generate any tax revenue. But at this point, the government is more focused short term. Why? I'm going to throw some numbers at you. We are in a situation where the federal deficit has ballooned to more than $1 trillion in the current fiscal year. It's the current year. While the federal debt has hit $23 trillion. Okay? And according to the U.S. Treasury... We have an additional $43 trillion, $43 trillion in Social Security underfunding. 
Okay, that's a lot of money we got to make up, and we got to find someplace to grab it. And the retirement account world is one way they can grab it. So the thought and the thinking is, is that, hey, if we can stop people from making tax-deductible contributions to the 401k, we, we may be able to start pulling some money out and hopefully funding some of these shortfalls, whether it's Social Security or just fiscal deficits into our budget. That's one small source, but at least it's one step in the right direction from the government standpoint to satisfy or meet some of these funding uh, detriments. So we're nowhere in that position now. There's been some chatter in the Obama administration about Rothfication. Uh, it never made it into any legislation. There's been some chatter about it. But the idea is, hey, um, yeah, we are going to lose in 20, 30, or 40 years when the millennials or Generation Xers are pulling all that money out tax-free. But, hey, we need to get to there. And we need to make sure that Social Security will be around by then. So we can't worry what's going to happen in 40 years. We've got to focus on what's going to happen now. And Rothfication is one way the government may be able to secure some tax revenue and protect some tax revenue because they're going to eliminate tax deductions. And that's just one way maybe they'll be able to satisfy the deductions. So why will Rothfication actually hurt the American worker? So there's actually, going back to this article in the Wall Street Journal, February um, 18, 2020, the study showed that, and it makes sense, right? If you aren't getting a tax deduction for your contributions, number one, maybe you save less because one of the advantages of contributions is tax reduction, right? You're reducing your tax liability. So the thought is maybe, number one, you're going to save less because there's less incentive, even if you have the Roth and you can pull it out tax-free. If you're a low-income earner and you're only saving a couple hundred bucks or a thousand bucks a year, that may not be as important. You may not be interested in what's going to happen in 30 years. Even though you should, it just may not be where you're thinking at this point. And the second point is that, and this is a good point, is that if you aren't getting a tax deduction, meaning your paycheck is going to be less than it would if you did a pre-tax deduction. Why? You're getting less of a deduction. So you're going to pay more tax. So your after-tax take-home pay will be less than it would if you did a pre-tax 401k. You're still putting in 1000 bucks into a 401k. But if you did it in pre-tax, you're getting that deduction. We will hopefully increase your refund and give you more after-tax pay to keep and spend and save versus a Roth where it's just after tax, you're not getting the tax deduction. So the study showed that it may actually increase up to a year, if not more, of extra time that the American worker will have to work in order to put away the same amount of money. One, because less incentive to save. Two, because their after tax take home pay was gonna be less because they're not getting that tax deduction. So what that means is we're gonna to have to work longer to kind of still be at the same point. So that's obviously a very interesting point, which I haven't actually thought about. Uh, I'm a big Roth guy. I put most of my, all my 401k contributions, all my IRAs are in Roth. I've written a book about the Roth. So I'm a big believer in the Roth. Uh, but this was an inter interesting study showing that it does potentially have a negative impact on the American worker because they may actually have to work longer. Second of all, um, there could be all kinds of tax planning opportunities because if you have a a lot of Roth in your account, and it's after tax, you can pull it out after 50 and a half without tax. 
So maybe it's what people could do is instead of tapping into Social Security at an early age, they'll put that off, tap it into their Roth 401k, use that money to cover the Social Security, and then wait longer to take more Social Security, which will increase the amount they can take out. So this could negatively impact the government because maybe they'll have to come up with more Social Security benefits because people are waiting longer to tap into it, meaning they're going to get larger benefits because they're using some of that Roth as a way to kind of supplement the um, shortfall in Social Security and kind of play that game. That obviously is very hard to gauge what impact that will have. But all in all, it's an interesting concept. Government is not there yet. I don't think this is going to be on the table for a while. Uh, I just don't think it's going to raise enough money. The estimates I've seen is a couple, two or so trillion dollars a year. Uh, or So it's money, but I'm not sure it's going to move the needle. Uh, I'm not sure people, um, I think the government may be worried that it could have a negative impact on savings. Uh, I don't know if they're going to necessarily want to change the rules of the game, mid-game, kind of tell everyone, oh, sorry, um, no more pre-tax, you got to do Roth. I don't know. But it was an interesting take, and I wanted to share it all with all of you because uh, it's a different way of looking of, at, at doing a Roth. Um, yes, it has positive, especially, I think, if you're a high-income earner. But for the average American, it actually could hurt because they're not getting that tax deduction. And if you don't get the tax deduction, maybe you have less incentive to save, and in fact, you're gonna your take-home pay after taxes will be lower because you're not getting that deduction. Another uh, wrinkle to the whole Roth uh, dilemma is: could the government just, on the flip side, force us to take money out? Right? They've the Secure Act ch- changed the stretch IRA rules prior to December twentieth, two thousand nineteen Secure Act. You, if you left money to a non-spouse after you passed away that non-spouse had the choice to take the requirement of distributions over his or her life expectancy. And usually it was the oldest beneficiary that could stretch the IRA up. They changed the rules and just had a 10-year window, saying you have 10 years to pull it out. You don't have to do it year one, two, three, or four. You got to do it by the 10th year. So that kind of changed a lot of the tax planning. And myself, including a lot of other tax professionals, felt that was unfair. They changed the rules mid-game. Not fair. So if they did that, could they do it with the Roth? You know, anything's possible. Uh, I give this example often. In the early 80s, up to 1982 or so, Social Security benefits were not taxable. So what you got for Social, in Social Security, you did not pay tax on. That, we know, is not the case anymore. Whatever the government gives you, you owe in tax. Um, that Social Security is income. So things change, governments change, uh, new issues come to light, and... Uh, revenue shortfalls persist, and we need to find uh, the, the sources to satisfy some of these um, deficits. So the Rothification is, is one way the government could do that. Uh, again, I don't think it's uh, immediate. I'm not sure it's going to happen maybe ever, but it's something to think about, and it's a nice kind of an interesting angle showing that, yeah, it could help high net worth people who uh, maybe it will hurt, obviously, their current tax deduction, you make a lot of money, a current tax deduction is great, but the idea that you can pull some of this money out without tax down the road, um, you know, is very attractive versus someone who is a low-income earner or a middle-class uh, uh, income earner, and the after-tax pay is crucial. And by grabbing less money after tax, um, they may have to work longer just to kind of you know, take care of their their you know, 
personal savings and kind of get to where they need to go personally. So all in all, uh, interesting take on Rothification. Uh, we'll see where it goes. It's, it's a hot topic. I'm not sure it's going to come up in this election cycle. Uh, retirement accounts are just not a big, um, you know, sexy topic. Um, Bloomberg just came up with uh, some um, language on what he was thinking or what he will do if he was president. In terms of retirement accounts, he announced that he would look into potentially a, some type of public system for uh, people who don't have access to 401k plans at, at work. This is something that the Obama administration looked at. Not a novel idea, probably not going to go anywhere, but you're just not going to see retirement accounts as, as kind of a um, keynote issue for candidates. Uh, on the Republican side, uh, President Trump just signed a SECURE Act into law, so I think they're kind of done with retirement legislation for uh, probably the next four years or so. So um, again, I don't think we'll see Rothification. I'm not sure it's going to generate enough money, um, and again, I think it's important uh, for people to save, and I think they like giving people the option of pre-tax or Roth because the idea is it's, it's an encouragement for the American public to save, which is obviously a very important policy initiative and really the main impetus behind uh, our retirement system. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. hope you found the uh, podcast uh, helpful, insightful. Um, thanks for watching and listening. Please, uh, please, please subscribe to our channel. It's a weekly podcast. Um, and uh, always love to uh, hear or appreciate your comments. Uh, thanks again, and until next time.